Hey guys, welcome to the Higher Standard Podcast, where we dive deep into the word and consider our habits and commonalities that keep us from holding a higher standard and living a life that reflects the life of Jesus. Alrighty, welcome to another week of the Higher Standard Podcast. We are so happy to be here with you all today. Um, and Today is a testimony day. Um, for those of you that have no idea what that is, um, for the listeners who are like, okay, what, what are we talking about? This is something that we kind of discussed. Maybe you heard it in our very first episode, um, but today is going to be a day that we get to hear from somebody else and uh, kind of learn from their experience, learn from what the Lord has done in their life and um, learn uh, about and, and see what it's like to put some of these things into action, these habits and these different things that we talk about and um, all really just to be able to draw closer to the Lord and have a better and continue a better relationship with him. And we know, I know that Sheen and myself and Jordan, we all have you know great people in our lives that can really testify to some of these topics that we've been talking about. And I'm um, so happy today to have one of my best friends here, Wyatt Walker, um, who is in D.C., and he is our very first higher standard testimony um, that's to be a part of this podcast and um, just really happy to have him here. And Wyatt, I mean, we might hit you with some questions. I don't know. Again, I, t- I told you about a minute ago that we might hit you with something random. Uh, but just, you know, real quick, just tell us about yourself and what you're doing in uh, in D.C. Yeah, so uh, as Miguel said, my name is Wyatt. I um, moved to D.C. about five months ago. I'm working with National Community Church here and working as a pastoral assistant to their pastor of prayer. Uh, so that's the main thing that I'm doing in D.C. right now. Excellent. And uh, how did how did you end up there? Um, so about a year out of college, um, I'd just been personal training and, uh, the desire had always been to do something in ministry kind of full time. Um, and, you know, just kind of felt like I needed to take that next step. And, uh, oh. this position with them was just something that opened up and I prayed about it, felt a lot of peace about DC, um, got a lot of green lights, um, in terms of just finding work on the side here and, and a place to live and just a lot of stuff really opened up. So I felt a lot of wow. peace about it and just pulled the trigger and been here about five months now, as I said, and it's been going really good. I'm so glad I made the decision to come here. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So you I mean, you like it so far? I mean, what tell, I, I've, I've heard a little bit, you know, personally, cause I keep up with you. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's uh, Sheen and I here, here in Oklahoma, we've basically been here our whole lives. I went to D.C. when I was a little kid. Um, I went but, to high school. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, shoot. Okay. <laughs> so she's been a, 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 more recently than I have. So, but tell, I mean, what, what's fun? What can you do in, in D.C. during a, uh, a worldwide pandemic? Um, well, honestly, to probably. Legal, legal things only. Legal, legal things only. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell you about climbing the Capitol building or no, I'm kidding. Um, so I did not do that to anyone. Who's- <laughs> <laughs> um, 
honestly, I'm a little bit ashamed. I have not gone to a single museum. I have not done any of that stuff. That's like the main thing that you do. I know. I haven't gone. To <laughs> I'm like, my fear is that I'm going to, I'm not going to them because I'm like, I live here. I can go whenever I want. So I'm honestly, I'm probably going to end up moving away and have not, have not gone to any of them. <laughs> I have gone to the monuments. You can still go to all the monuments. Um, that's super fun. It's kind of like a, um, a thing to go to all the monuments at night um Ooh. and drunk monumenting is a big thing we don't we're not about that we don't <laughs> we just go at night but still amen um, the monuments that's a big that's a fun thing um ton of people just hang out in parks and stuff it's honestly a really it's like a really homey city it's um really just a cool place to hang out got a lot of good stuff to do but all right they're needless to say they are much more shut down than it is in Tulsa okay got you good well thank you for actually giving us some places or you know a couple of things to go to if we ever end up in you know DC and stuff like that because you know our friend Jordan who's usually on this podcast oh that's um, right Jordan is not here today yeah he lives in Fort Worth and uh he doesn't know any places (laughs) in Fort Worth to go he doesn't know what's fun or what to do there so yeah Appreciate you for actually giving us some substance here. <laughs> we're we're going to have to figure out a, a creative hashtag um, for this, uh, for Jordan not being able to share anything with us about his own city <laughs> where he's been for maybe, I don't know, maybe at least 10 years, yeah. I think, initially Louisiana, which he had nothing to say about. Um, but I trust that there's some fun things to do in Louisiana. Uh, but, you know, um, while we're on, uh, while we're on the topic, um, why tell, tell us real quick, what was the biggest, what was the biggest thing for you, um, moving from, I mean, you've, you've been in Oklahoma most of your life, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did a, did a stint in Ohio for, yeah. uh, for the first couple of years, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, moved to Oklahoma in second grade. So pretty much a Tulsa boy. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, so what was the biggest, what was the biggest difference um, for you between like Oklahoma and DC? Um, the biggest difference is definitely the variety of mindsets um, mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. Um, in Tulsa, I feel like we largely hear a lot of people that think the exact same way. And, right. Yeah. And in DC, you've just got so many different opinions um, of what mm. truth is mm, yeah. and you also have pretty much everyone in what they believe truth is they're all pretty passionate about that belief so it's very interesting how is that uh this, this is going a little bit deep but <laughs> how has that uh tried or tested your faith while being there and being able to have conversations with people like that uh, i would say initially it was very testing um especially because I would say that variety of truth even is even within the church. Um, so I initially, you know, there was a lot of questions that came up in my own mind of like, oh, mm. like, what is, what do I believe about this? And like, was mm. I believing wrong in this area? Mm. Um, so for like the first few months, I would say it was very like, I found myself with a lot of questions and that was um, a bit of a struggle, but I would mm. say now, on the other side of that, I was just telling um, my other friend yesterday, like, I feel like I am like more confident 
and more like solid on my beliefs than wow. I have ever been. And like, I'm, I'm pretty much just ready, or I feel, I know there's so much growth that still has to go, but it's like, I'm, I told him, I like feel so like I have figured out what I believe and we're just ready to run. We're just ready to go now. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and I was like, yeah. that's um, honestly, feels like a really good place to be because there's so many things that maybe questions yeah. that did exist but actually came to the surface and had to be dealt with. And now it's like, okay, like I know what I believe about these things and mm. uh, good to go. So. Excellent. Excellent. That is, that's powerful in itself. That might be all we need. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's our one take for today. And uh, yeah, we're just, just going to stop it right there. <laughs> Dang. That's, I appreciate you saying that. Um, especially I think for a lot of people, it could be a listener, it could be somebody that a listener knows um, that maybe they're a little bit worried about what it might look like to have your faith challenged. Um, Or if it's like, if it's really possible to let God take over in those situations and um, as your faith is tested to continue with him and to build even a, a stronger foundation Um, I know that even for myself, that's sometimes when you think about the possibilities, the things that could happen, um, how someone might try to challenge you and and challenge your beliefs, um, that God remains true and he remains faithful. Uh, But just to hear that and that alone, you know, that's a big, I don't even know how many miles, but, you know, going from Oklahoma to D.C., you know, that's a step of faith. Mm. Um, trusting that he's going to take care of you during your internship. You know, that's a step of faith, trusting in income that he's going to provide for you. That's a step of faith. Yep. Um, trusting that there's going to be other people around you um, that you can partner with um, and that even share in those beliefs um, that share an actual truth, right? Not just opinions, you know, Tr- trusting that you're not going to be surrounded by opinionated people, but people that will actually challenge you in your faith. Um, that's a step of faith. And to hear that, and I mean, you're a year older than I am, 23, right? I'm 22. I'll be 23 in April. Perfect. Mark that down. April. What's the day? Know it. No, it's, it's what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> what, what day again? 14th, April 14th. April 14th. All right. So if I forget, everyone else can, everyone that's listening to this can hate <laughs> on me on April 14th. Or you can remind me on the 13th that it is his birthday because I'm not very good with those. Um, or you can always DM him to exactly, him happy birthday. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so he, you should be getting a, a happy birthday from plenty of people that you don't even know <laughs> on the 14th. They'll remember. Um, but on that, you know, you're, you're only 22. And I'm pretty sure that there's plenty out there that would think that, you know, um, or like, there's this mindset that like, I just, you know, when I get older, then I'll, then I'll take those steps of faith. Uh, when I get older, you know, then I'll, then I'll do this or then I'll do that. Or, then I'll be obedient. Um, or then I'll listen to what God has mm. to say or what he's going to tell me to do. Um, but you know, you, most people would consider you pretty young, but you know, you still followed God's leading, you know, mm. you didn't go off on your own. You yep. did what you really felt in your heart that he was asking you to do. And um, the whole, the idea of today is, is we're talking about purpose still, right? Like we just discussed it a couple of weeks ago, but we wanted to give people the opportunity to hear testimony on that. Um, 
but you know, what has, what would you say is maybe your definition of purpose or what does that look like to you um, after taking these kind of steps? Yeah. Hmm. Um, in terms of a definition, um, that's definitely a hard question, but I would, I would say my view of purpose has become very simplified. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's actually, if anything, become less of about like of what is going to happen or what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, coming out here, there was a lot of questions, you know, what is my purpose in terms of like my, like the next steps in ministry or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like God has really taken away that view of purpose at all in, mm-hmm. in my life. Totally. Um, and whenever we, I guess, kind of get into what I'm going to talk about, I'll get into more of where I think purpose does come from. But I think our purpose really like boiled down and simplified is to having, having been made right with God, we are now to manifest Christ into this world. And, and wherever good. we are, the kingdom mm. is there. It's walking in relationship with God, wow. knowing him, loving him and manifesting Christ uh, everywhere we go. And, and I think, in, I think kind of this, we get caught into viewing it as um, a job a position or yep. a certain accomplishment. And it's, mm-hmm. and it's so much better and so much simpler than that. And I think it leads <laughs> to, you know, lots of cool things happening, you know, and God definitely does plan jobs for us, plan, you know, different callings. Um, but our purpose is so simple and it's accessible at this very instant, you know, we don't have wow. to wait years. We can be fulfilling our purpose. You could decide at the end, like get on your knees and your, your purpose is, you know, you're, you're ready to fulfill it right then and there. There's no like, Oh, I'll be fulfilling my purpose in three, four five years. Hmm. You know, we are to be made complete like right now. And we are fulfilling our purpose all throughout our life. I don't think it is something that um, we wait years to do. I think callings come and go, but, um, we can be fulfilling our purpose, like, as like right now. So mm-hmm. it's that was long-winded, but um, no, you know, changed no, my good. view of purpose quite a bit since since coming here. <laughs> Dang, that's good. Jeez, Whew. we're off to a great start already. <laughs> I mean, really, we could just stop this at any time, but with all, <laughs> with all these. With, with, with the nuggets and and just man that that's that's powerful is manifesting his presence wow so what would you what would you say to somebody that was maybe around your age or a little bit younger or they could even they could even be older um and they're kind of they're kind of struggling to to figure out what what purpose is maybe to them it even looks like that job or um or they think that calling is is a job or it's an occupation you know what would you say to them you know if it was somebody who came to you and said hey you know i maybe they're kind of confused by that and they were just really feeling like oh you know what what am i supposed to do what job am i supposed to take and all mm-hmm. these different things what do you think you would say um I would say it all, so much of it goes back to an understanding of our identity and out of our identity flows 
really everything else. Um, kind of, I wanted to just, just kind of start off with Genesis one twenty seven, uh, which is, you know, if we're talking about the purpose of a thing, you know, we want to go back to the creation of that thing. Um, and it's, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Um, so just, so even from the very beginning, we are created in God's image. So I think so much of whenever we think of purpose through the terms of a job or like we see it as something to be attained and grasped. And I think a lot of the times that we're doing that, it's because we think that that's going to give us value. And if we're looking to that thing to give us value, you know, no matter how you look at it, that goes, it's an incomplete understanding of the value that we already have. Um, because if you look at Genesis 127, from the beginning of time, you and I, everybody that we see is created in God's image. So you're created in the very image of God. We have value um, from the very beginning of time. Mm. So I think it's a, a understanding a purpose comes with that understanding of innate value. Um, so then, you know, in the, in the garden, you had Adam living in relationship with God. So his, it was just, he had value because God created him and he was made in the image of God. He lived in relationship with God and he brought glory to God. Hmm. Then it was the fall of man that messed all of that up and really, you know, brought us into the sin, the anxiety, the, the lack of identity. You know, I guarantee you, Adam was not at any time anxious or like feeling like, Oh, like I wonder if I'm enough today, you know, he was living in perfect fellowship with God. He knew he was Uh created in the image of God. There wasn't that like feeling of needing to strive to be enough. Yeah. Then when Jesus came back, when he died for our sins, you know, it, it restored us to the way it was before the fall. It's as if we never sinned. Hmm. So then it's going back to that original purpose of man, the innate value that we all have because we are sons and daughters of Christ. And then, Literally, it's just living in relationship with God. It's being okay and who we are. Yeah. I think the world needs people that are okay because we're <laughs> all, you know, trying to get somewhere. It's just, it's us being made whole. We're free. And then we get the privilege then mm-hmm. of inviting others into freedom wow. because good. we're not striving to be enough or to, to take value. We are actually completely okay. And if you think about like most people you meet, most people you see on the street, I feel like there's kind of this thing that deep down, like nobody's okay. But the gospel is that we are to be okay. And Hmm. then we get to invite other people into that freedom and and being completely okay, being completely free. Um, Yes, I've got more, but I don't know if you guys wanted to ask a question or or jump in there. No, you're you're good. You you can keep going. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so in terms of, of purpose, I think it's, that original design of man to to love God, to know him, to walk with him. But then it's different. So at, at the very beginning, you know, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, they both had that. They both had that relationship with God. But now because of the fall, you know, Jesus comes back and makes it available for you and I to have that fellowship with him. And we're okay. But now we have tons of sons and daughters that are not okay, that are lost, that don't have that relationship. Um, So, well, actually, before I go there, uh, Colossians 1, real quick, I just want to jump into that really quick. 
in terms of like being just being okay and being feeling and, and just I'll just read it. I'll just read it. The word does better. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's uh, Colossians 1 and the second part of verse 12, but it's talking about giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you, past tense, to share in the inheritance of his saints in the light. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and has transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins. So I think it's looking at ourselves as being complete. We have been transferred. We are in this kingdom of light, but there are a lot of people that are not, that are still living in darkness. So then I think it's, then we now have the privilege of being co-laborers with Christ. What it says in um, Ephesians 2.10, uh, that we are created in Christ Jesus for good works prepared in advance. Um, and then somewhere in Thessalonians, I believe that we get to be co-laborers and co-workers, um, mm. with Christ, yes. redeeming other people. Mm. Um, so I think when it comes to purpose, you know, my, really what it is to me is it's being, it's being okay in Christ. It's being free and it's loving him, but it's that everywhere we go, manifesting the kingdom and inviting other people into that freedom mm. Mm. That's, how I would, that's how i would define it <laughs> right yeah and so, so with that you know just so people can get a better understanding of things you know would you say that purpose is about the individual like us as individuals or is it more so about um other people so is it us getting outside of ourselves or being about ourselves? So I'd say um, it starts with that God, with God to us, right? Because we can't affect, it's um, wherever it says that as you love yourself to love others, if right. we're not okay with God, then, you know, whenever we're seeing other people, we're honestly, we're only going to be looking at ourselves or, or you know, even, even when we yeah. are evangelizing or like whatever, then we'll, you know, if I'm, if I'm not completely okay in my relationship with God, and if I'm not completely satisfied in his love for me, then even yeah. when I'm trying to love on somebody or evangelize somebody, you know, in the back of my mind is going to be wondering, Oh, like, what do they think about me? Do they think like I'm weird, mm -hmm. whatever, because I'm not completely satisfied in the fact that God has already qualified me. He's already called me his beloved son. If I completely understand that I am his son and that, that what that person thinks of me who is, going through trouble going through all these things has has no effect on my identity right whenever we actually understand that 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 we can love them because we're not needing any sort of affirmation from them yeah like when we have that complete freedom in love in our relationship with christ that that we're free to love other people the way we're supposed to because we're not we're not pulling from them we're not attempting to get any sort of love from them because we're already satisfied so we're free to to just give out, to just allow love to flow out without needing anything back from them. It's good. We're already satisfied. Wow. Dang. So it's all, it's almost as if there's coming a day for each and every single one of us where everything that goes on in this world will disappear. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and that all that, all that would matter is 
really your relationship with with God. And if you share that with others, like you said, like if you manifest that with others, which I think a lot of people really struggle with that concept because it in their eyes or like what, what some people only hear is that they're like, okay, well, so you're saying that nothing here matters. Not necessarily. It's more so this where we live in a fleeting in a dying world. Yeah. But there's hope at the end when you partner with the Lord, when you accept Jesus, when you accept God, and when you be, when you begin to live for Him, right? You have a new like you have new life. You have life after this life. Um, and I know that was even something that was hard for me to to fathom before too, because you know, if you only take the part where you say, "Okay, nothing here matters," that makes God sound like a horrible person, because it's like, okay, why would He put us here? You know, and all these questions that. Um, we really wouldn't have to ask if we really considered what he was saying yeah. and, and what's going on in this world and our purpose and why we're here. So we all have a personal story, right? We all have a personal journey. And I did want to, you know, just to open it up for you to kind of testify to purpose and maybe um, some points where it didn't feel as if you had a purpose and, what God did in those moments or what he's done for you so far um, to get you to a point now to where you're talking to other people, you know, who, who knows how many people could listen to this. Um, but now you're sharing with others about purpose. You know, what is your, what is your journey looked like? Yeah. <clears throat> I'd say the, um, the biggest thing for me has really been, and I keep going back to that, like, between me and him like so so little about you know what are you studying what are you doing like like it's like once that relationship between him like all the in terms of the things that happen and I just he's gotten me to a place that it almost not even worried about that (laughs) you know yeah Um, yeah. like in terms like you said like how I got to be on here doing this like it's it's just an overflow like you like you asked me and I was like yeah you know that's an awesome opportunity to love people and sure I'll do it you know but it wasn't there was never a time where I was like man when am I going to get to be on a podcast you know (laughs) you know what I mean and (laughs) yeah and I think it's it's for every person it's not that tons of cool things end up happening tons of job opportunities tons of those things do happen but but I think in terms of actually being at peace with ourself, which is what everybody wants at the end of the day, they want to be at yep. peace in their own heart and with God. Uh, I think that comes through realizing your God-given purpose and your God-given value. And, and it really, a lot of it comes through surrendering a lot of that stuff that that's, if we're honest, it's flesh. It's like, you know, you got to look at motive. You know, if I'm looking to be, in a certain position or whatever. And I, and I'm telling myself that's purpose, you know, but if reality is that I only want that. So people view me a certain way, then like that's a zero in God's eyes, you know, because he's already qualified you. He's already called you his beloved. And it's, I think it's getting to a place that I am completely satisfied with him and, and it no longer matters the position I find myself in or 
you know, any of that stuff doesn't matter because my purpose is being fulfilled. God loves me. I love him. I'm okay in that. And everywhere I go, I get to love people. And that ends up with so many cool things happening. Um, but it all just flows from that place of love, of being loved. And it's like the, the pressure is just off. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Now, would you, do you think you would be able to describe or define any moments or processes in life? Um, so, you know, you can do both, you know, at any, any times or any points in life that you can recall that you think, okay, because I, I know that, you know, moments are a big deal for all of us, uh, but there's also processes that we have to go through as well um, that build on that purpose and build in our relationship with the Lord. Um, so I, I want to point out that that's very important as well. So if, if you can recall either, or if you don't have any, you know, that's, that's great too. Cause you know, our lives all look different. Yeah. Um, but you know, are there any moments um, and or processes that you can recall in your life um, that were defining um, or seasons, I guess you could say, instead of process seasons or processes um, or any moments that you knew, okay, the Lord's doing something here. He's, he's, he's showing me a new purpose or he's, hmm or not a new purpose, but he's showing me a new path. Um, he's building on my purpose um, or he, he's wanting to speak purpose into my life. Um, in terms of like a couple key moments, um, more so just, I'd say that have gotten to me, maybe they, maybe in the moment I didn't realize them as being necessarily hundred percent about purpose, but that have, um, been key into getting me to the place that I feel like I find myself in, which is where I do know my purpose and am mm. at joy and at peace in that. Yeah. Um, say a couple moments and then um, one and then a process. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'd say like a big moment is coming to a point. It really just the decision that, that this book is true, <laughs> right? Because, yeah. because if it is, then all wisdom, all knowledge, all power, everything we need is in Christ Jesus. That's scripture. And that if this book is true, then that, that's true. That means everything I need, every answer is found in Christ. So if we're looking anywhere else, it's like, you know, then it, it's just a, a big key moment is deciding that, that this thing is true, like not 87% true, like when it's true. Yeah. And if we live like this thing is true, that changes yeah. a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I agree. So that's a, that was a big key moment is just like, this thing is true. I'm, I'm living this thing out hmm, it's good. Or, I'll, or I'll die, <laughs> whatever. I'd rather die than <laughs> it not, you know? Yeah. Um, Dang. So that was a, a, a key moment, I would say. Um, but in terms of like a, a process, um, really the only thing that really comes to, my mind or my heart is just um, surrendering a lot of what I had decided that I wanted my purpose to be, or, yeah. you know, <clears throat> really just getting on my knees and asking God, like, what's, what's in my heart that doesn't belong? What's keeping me from complete freedom? Because the book says, you know, that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. He didn't die yeah. for us to be only partially free. He did die for us to be completely free. Yeah. So it was, like getting on my knees and saying, okay, like I, like this says I'm supposed to be completely free. I don't feel completely free right now. Hmm. You know, there's all these questions in my mind, all this stuff going on. And 
like what, what needs to go. And yeah, a lot of that stuff was, um, things that were of my flesh and, you know, like, um, desires I had had that had nothing to do with God. You know, I had wanted to do certain things, but it was only to look a certain way in man's eyes. And I had wanted to, you know, but it was like allowing him to, to bring those up in my heart and, and to be willing to lay those down. And, um, as those things kind of were removed and it's still a process, things are still being taken out. Things are, and that's why I say a process because it's constant, you know, what's in my heart that doesn't belong. What's, what's a lie that I'm believing that needs to be replaced with the truth of what your word says. Right. That's good. In that process, you know, as those lies get cleansed out, like, you know, the lie that I needed to do anything to look a certain way in man's eyes, you know, that was a big thing of my, what I thought was my purpose. Right. Yeah. He's like, you know, that was never him in the first place. Hmm. And so it's, it's really refined that process of surrender of, of what needs to go and of being willing to lay it down has really refined how I see purpose um, and really brought my purpose to a place where like, wow, it really is that simple of, Hmm. of realizing your created value. Hmm. You have innate value and it's, and it's then accepting what Christ has done, the finished work of Christ that because of that, we are, we are at peace with God. Like there's, you know, it's not about feeling at that point. It's, it's all past tense. We are qualified. We are in light. We are saints now. It's, Hmm. and it's refusing to accept any identity other than that. Um, And then it's, and then it's the privilege, right? We're like, I'm okay. I'm at joy. I'm at peace. And I have the privilege of sharing that love with people everywhere I go. Absolutely. Uh, And yeah, for me, the biggest process has been asking what needs to go and surrendering it. That's good. Wow. Dang. (laughs) This has been just an absolute fire of a session. Um, And I really appreciate um, just you being here. Uh, The last thing, and I don't know, Sheen, do you have any uh, questions? Just got a last minute question that not to put you on the spot, but (laughs) yeah got one in mind so do you have anything that you want to ask our brother in christ here (laughs) um no honestly i I think you you've done a great job in letting the holy spirit you know guide you and lead you your speech and stuff like that because i mean all you're speaking is truth and it's from the word yeah um and so i just appreciate you for that i really have no questions but Mm -hmm. i would like to add you know just for any listeners, um, you know, I really hope that you take out of this even kind of like a side tangent of just getting outside of the world in the way that the world thinks the world acts and how um, we operate and we do things here and really giving your sight and your focus to the Lord, like Wyatt was kind of saying earlier, just really giving yourself to him and trying him um, seeking the kingdom first and seeing that he is good. Um, and then again, all these things will be applied onto you and no longer will you be seen as a sinner. I mean, people in the world might, might see you that way. Um, but in God's eyes, no longer are you a sinner, but you are a, a child of God. Um, 
you're an ambassador of the kingdom. So that's all I have to add. Yeah, good. No, that's that's good right there. I'm right. I'm right there with you on that. Just and I love how simple um, the gospel always ends up being. Right. This was not a ten. This was not a ten step plan on how to find your purpose. Um, although book, books are great, don't get me wrong. And if you're reading a book and, uh, you know, really all that matters is that they're bringing it back to the word and bringing it back to the Lord and bringing it back to the gospel. Um, and I just wanted to ask you real quick, um, what would you say are some habits or some things that we kind of do to ourselves that can either distract us or push us away from purpose? It could be personal. It could just be what you, you've seen um, or something that you've heard maybe or from a sermon that you feel like, okay, yeah, this is something that like, if you don't get a, if you don't get a hold on it, if you don't give it up to the Lord, you're going to be pushing yourself, you know, away from, from purpose. Is that for me or for the listeners? <laughs> for, for you, for you. There's going to make a comment too. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, um um for me i think the biggest one that comes to my mind it really is um a works and a striving mentality because yeah because purpose is it really is that simple like like we've been talking like i like Hmm. it may sound like it's too simple but it's really that simple that you were created with value because you were created in god's image he yeah. loves you and he wants to have relationship with you. So hmm. Like fulfilling that, you, that's the desire of God's heart when he made you. So living yeah. in that, you're already fulfilling your purpose, but there are tons of people that don't know and are lost and broken. And you don't have to, you know, because Christ has made us free. It's not a works thing, but we have the privilege of sharing mm-hmm. that love with everyone that we come across. Yep. And that's it. We do that until, you know, we are made more and more perfect with him until we are eventually with him completely. And that sounds too simple, but the truth is it's not, you know, we'll find ourselves in seasons of different callings and stuff, but our, our purpose and our identity and our, you know, value is, is so simple and that's what, and it's so beautiful. But Hmm. I think the biggest thing that tries to come against that is the opposite of, you know, your, your value is not inherent and you have to earn it and you have to, um, or even if you believe you are in Christ, that it's, you have to you know, love or evangelize, talk to a certain amount of people, like any, anything that when I find myself getting into anything that is a compulsory act, like I feel like not doing this out of love or joy or overflow, but I feel like I need to do this. Yeah. Then then it's check myself and, and get back on my knees and stop. Because if you're doing it from the wrong motivation, then, then don't do it. Like ask God to, you know, cleanse your heart before doing that thing. Yeah, that's good. Because his relationship, you know, that initial, it all starts from him to us. And and that has to be right. Or we're going to, we're going to hurt people in our attempt to love them because we're not actually loving them at that point. Mm-hmm. We're trying to Come make on. ourselves feel better. Right. Yes. Come on. So right. We have to be completely okay. So mm-hmm. if I find myself loving somebody, but that's in an attempt to make myself feel better about God, like in how he views me, then mm-hmm. I'm, it's, I drop that, go back <laughs> to my prayer closet with him. And yeah. what am I not seeing? What lie am I believing? Because I know my value is inherent and I know I don't have to do anything to earn it. 
Right. What, do I, need to, what do I need to drop? What do I need to see differently before I can actually love that person the way I'm supposed to? Wow. Is there a fire truck outside, bro? <laughs> I know. Water. Water. <laughs> Man. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm not even going to try to add on to that. I'm just going to let it sit right there because uh, that is, uh, that, that was, that was just about perfect. <laughs> that was, I think that was probably uh, just about everything that the Lord would have wanted us to say. Mm. He would have wanted you to say. So uh, that, that was that beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was everything. That was the whole man. spread. Boy, oh, man, I, I can't, I can't tell you how much or how thankful that I am um, that you were one that you were our first guest today. Um, but you know, also, the first testimony that was shared and um, really just pray for anyone who listened today that yeah. you really took a hold of those words. And um, more importantly, you just really took a hold of what God was saying, what he was speaking through, through yeah. Wyatt and, and, you know, us, us as well, but really just that testimony right there and um, what was being shared. Uh, let's not, let's not take this for granted and um, really just, really just want to say thank you for allowing the Lord to speak through you today and uh, sharing such great wisdom, even at 22 years old, 23, April 14th. (laughs) This was, uh, this has been awesome. And, uh, you know, who knows, maybe we'll have you back again. Maybe it'll be our permanent special guest and you'll just do every single (laughs) testimony (laughs) uh, so we can have some wisdom on here. You might replace Jordan. Yeah, you may. Yeah, you might replace Jordan because he went to <laughs> one here today, man. <laughs> the new Jordan. We love Jordan. No, I'm, I'm honored, and I yeah, just as you prayed, I pray that it even you know even if it was just one sentence that something touches somebody, and you know as we prayed before that anyone listening that you're just a little more free and if you can hold on to it, you know, any little bit of yeah. truth that uh, it really is that simple. And um, yeah. yeah, this is my prayer that it helps anybody. Um, so, yeah. Dang. Dang. Well, that is a wrap um, for today's very first testimony episode. Thank you so much, Mr. Wyatt Walker for being with us today. I'm not going to spill the beans on what your first name is, but <laughs> I'm not going to tell him. It's probably yeah. Eugene. Eugene. Yeah. Eugene White Eugene Walker. Crabs <laughs> Walker. Might as well talk now because Eugene is out <laughs> uh, Thank you guys for having me. I'm honored to be the first guest. So much fun. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That's coming with a beanie. Courtesy of higher standard. Come on. <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta be. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop now. All right. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and uh let's close this out. Thank you everyone so much for being with us today. I hope that you really took hold of that and we look forward to being with y'all in another two weeks. All righty. Peace.